All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to a brand new episode of The Real Life Podcast, a member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Welcome to Real Life, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in to episode 343. Of the Real Life Podcast, Tyler Yaramchuk, Jay, Chalmers, Wanya. That's a lot of episodes. Hello. Brought to you by the HGA Group. It's a lot of episodes and a lot of the same fucking problems that we're dealing with as Oilers fans. <laughs> Coming to you live from the deep freeze. The deep freeze. North, eh, boys? Oh, I am boy. I'm so sick and tired of everything in my life. You know, as per the opening, I wish I was drunk right now because... <laughs> With this cold and the way the Oilers are playing and the way things are going right now, pretty much the only way I have to cope with life in general. What Alcohol? the hell is going on? Oh, well, one thing that's, that this weather is preventing us from doing Chalmers is sometimes I like to pace when I'm upset and I can't go outside and pace and have a drink in my hand because it's a the drink will freeze and b I will freeze. Yeah. Uh, so that is that is a challenge. Uh, so I, I, I can empathize with with that. But what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on is right. Yeah, and it's a shame. It's a shame that they finally showed up and had some effort against like one of the best teams in the NHL. They actually probably deserve to win that game, which I I, I tweeted up before the game started. I'm like, it would be so Oilers for them to win that game. But they 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 played well enough, and we just you know if it's it's funny if if you had a sock if you displayed the score as if it was a soccer score, you would have the score four two, but. 
four of the goals scored in that game would show up under the Euler side, but they would just be in brackets O dot G oh, beside no. two of them, mm-hmm. which is the most demeaning so, thing I see in sport. I can't believe they do that in soccer. It, it was clear that going into this game, there was a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of tension to deal with our, like to do with our goaltending situation. There's been a lot Actual of tension, media, you know, Mm-hmm. Yeah, actual tension, mm-hmm. like real mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. tension building up. Oh, and that right. Was like that the, tension. the one thing that I thought we could not have right now is like divides in the room. And I'm sure as shit, they reared their ugly heads. And now we're going into this game, you know, with, you know, Koskinen coming out and saying what he said about the offense. Yeah, but Chalmers, I think you got spun there. I think everyone, we all got fucking spun, I think, on the on the uh, translation of that. Cause if you go looking like the full breakdown and I don't remember the lady's name, she is finished. She Mar- is Mar- Mary Lawn, Mary Lomberg broke it down. It yeah. was not as bad as, as it got picked up and, and promoted. As. I'm more upset that Tippett said what he said. Cause I think that went more towards dividing the room than Koskinen and firing back. Like if, if that, that's not a story. He's, if Tippett doesn't say Tippett shit. is taking a shot at his GM because our goaltending isn't great. And that's what that comment is because enough's enough. I bet you Tippett's been wanting to say that for three years now. But, um, but, so. but a guy like Tippett who's been around the block so many times, you know, like as a leader, as the leader of any company, any, any organization, any team, it starts with you and it ends with you. And to go into a, a press conference like that, just demoralized and looking, you know, agitated. And then to make those comments, it's a bad look and he should know better. I don't, he does. He does. He's taking a shot. No, fuck. He's taking a shot. The GM, our fucking roster sucks right now. And we're getting exposed and our goaltending is a big hole on it amongst other things. So I think he's just containing it. That's like, Ken wake the fuck up and address our issues. That's the problem. Right. Okay, so we, we, we say that. We say that. But there's always another side to it. There's always a side of what is there to do? Like, what is there to do out there? I'm Get a goalie. You, you've talked on the, on the pod like for three weeks in a row that you want Jacob Chickering like so bad. And now you see what's being offered. Like, there was a, there was a tweet that I saw that, that says like the offers are high. Like, uh-huh. I, you know, if we can't. Norris, Norris potential what, defenseman, say, sure. Our coaches lost like, eleven straight games, Chalmers. This is a dead stick playing. Our, our coaches out of the sky. did not. Our coaches did not lose eleven straight games. The roster and the organization, the Edmonton Oilers, lost eleven straight games. I will not pin this all on the coaches. I know people no, no, are going. The result, somebody, the result is after, the same. We have to do something if we're losing this many games consecutively. I know everyone, I everyone's going crazy about uh, Pugliarvi not being in, in in the in the you know final push there at the end, and and you know that there's there's probably a lot of truth there, but like. I, I, and this is where I wish, you know, coaches would be a little bit more open and honest uh, or share and let us in about like kind of some of the decision making, but that would just give more fuel to the fire to the fans. But um, maybe that was a poor coaching decision. I don't know. But you're, the reality you're is, is you go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Cause I'm just gonna repeat myself. Uh, well, you're Chuck on the decision making of, of the, of the organization and maybe the coaches and who to play and who not to play, you know, last night, a bright spot was, Brandon Perlini was flying. That goal that he scored was, you know, uh, nothing nothing short of a guy working his ass off. And you see him making a difference. Why is he not? Why has he not been in when we've been short? Like, like no offense, I, I know he can't just like. Oh, switch Ch- places Chalmers, there was, there's been so many games where he's played and he hasn't. He's he's been he a ghost, done anything, right? right? He hasn't done anything. Okay, he but, started, Kyle but, Turris, but but he's Kyle Turris. Yeah, doesn't do anything. 
Yeah, you can fire you can fire Kyle <laughs> Turris into the sun. He yeah. does nothing. Yeah, and, and, and that's and that's fair, Chalmers. That's fair. But that, but, but what you're but what you're talking about, Chalmers? Like take it take it forty thousand feet into the air into the sky here and look down. It's a bottom six issue. And that yep. what's that's what needs to be addressed. Like we can just throw players under the sun or into the sun and, and under the bus and, and and do that all we want. Like that's 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 not their fault. That's that's roster construction. Jay's right. Let's pick them apart one by one and turn on each other afterwards. Brendan Perlini just, played a team low nine minutes and thirty seven seconds last game. He looked good in that goal though. And uh, he almost I, scored a second one there too. Kyle, like he was yeah, really Turris, close. Kyle Turris played thirteen oh one. So I'm not great at math, what as you McLeod know. But what did, what did McLeod play? Thirteen thirty one. So thirty seconds more than Turris. Oh McLeod, I love you. I'm 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 starting to love you. You're getting more confident, but oh my god, if you're an NHL player, what the hell? Are you where's you your nose for the thing. net, man? <laughs> Jeez. Hey Chalmers, are the McLeod brothers like the b- vanilla plain yogurt version of the Kachuk brothers? Oh, big time. What, who's the, who's the other one? I didn't even know he had a brother. Michael on Isn't New that, Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. And they had uh, took a photo at center ice. It was like Goober one and Goober two. It's the poor man's Kachucks. It was, we have one. Let's go. It was funny when they did that interview with, I think it was Gene in the second intermission. And it was the two yeah. brothers each standing on their own bench. And Gene is like, do you have anything to say to each other? And they were like, uh, Good luck. See you out there. Uh, and the parents were heavy duty. Remember, they were pretty funny. The mom and the dad, funny, they were yeah. getting to hold the mic for themselves. The the two of the two brothers, though, on the bench was super, super awkward. Oh, the parents, too. It's it so great. awkward because they can't they can't say what they want to say. It's Those are architects not on live TV. Hey, so if we're going to sit here and we're going to bust on Ken Holland for doing the bad things, let's point out the one thing that. I can see, and especially it was amplified by seeing him mic'd up last night, but Hyman, man, I've fallen in love with this guy a little bit more. I love every, Zach every Hyman. Time I, every time I watch it, you know, he just, like, just the way he talks to the others, like, you can just tell that's a guy who just loves to be on the ice. He loves to be in the room with the guys. He's, he's just a guy that I think every team would want, right? So there's one good thing, right? But I actually don't think he's been uh, good recently. Yeah, he's not the same Zach. Well, but that's the same about most of the Oilers. Not the, he's not the same Zach Hyman that he was the first six he's, weeks of the season. But he's, I, yeah. I, I'm not worried. Like he's going to come. He, he'll he'll come. And the thing, the for me, like Hyman's play is almost a microcosm of the whole team right now. Where how many times have they had the puck in the other team's end for like thirty plus seconds, and they have them hemmed in? They're cycling it, and the end result is like a missed pass out of their zone yep. or a shot that misses the net. Like they're not doing any. And again. Yesterday, the effort was great. It was really, really encouraging to see them bring a little bit of intensity. I'm not even going to say a lot of intensity. If they weren't on an epic losing streak, yesterday's loss, it was still an entertaining game. It wouldn't be that bad at all. This yeah. no, it's no, just no, it's yeah. part of this terrible stretch of hockey and, where every game needs to be a bigger win. And, yep. and, and yesterday's like, just like they're on a big slump. And of, like, of course, they're going to like, I don't necessarily say outplay the team, but played well enough and had some unlucky bounces to lose the game. Like that only would happen in a slump. Like if it's not slump land, that game. Well, probably if, if you're telling me lucky way. bounces is what cost you the game against the lease with no Connor and no Nuge, that's probably a reasonably good, bad outcome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. We talked about puck luck with our, with, with our, with our kids team, because you know, sometimes we'll lose a game and, and we'll, we won't get the puck luck. And last night, I don't think the others got puck luck and the Toronto got it in, in spades. And so we always say hard work creates puck luck. But last night, 
it seemed like the effort was there and we're just not getting it. Yeah, so and, and those nights happen. It's just the that. fact that, but those nights happen. Like sometimes you like, I'm, and like I said, I'm not sure it's that we outplayed the right team. Now. Well, we're in a slump. We've been, we've been playing where we deserve to lose, but when you're in a slump and you play where maybe you should win, it, it, if you're in a slump, you lose that game. Just like there's games when well, we were hot nine and one, we're like, how the fuck? We, yeah, we, we should have we like, how did like we win that game? One. Like the, yeah. it works both so ways. We've all heard about what notorious stories in baseball about slump busters. Mark Grace used to wear a gold thong when he was in a slump to get out of it. Yeah. What's some things that the others can do to get out of this slump? Like they've been in slap New each York. other on the butts, like David Ortiz. They've, they've had time to go out and and bond as a team. It's no, not have game. they? I don't know. Have have they? Like it's this road trip. I think they're observing back to back. protocols. Like, and they, then, yeah. and then now the protocols are Christmas. They had a little like apres ski party that well, I saw. Like they're part. They I don't. I'm not buying that. That they're not bonded together as a group. Like, well, they're bonded, but you know, let, like I said, like nah, we're I, I, them hey, off the I, hook. I, they're playing. Whoa, like whoa, shit. whoa, let's let me let me fucking finish this. Let's watch the the league leading or very close to league leading Washington Capitals. What do they do pregame? They run in the hallway. They yell at each yeah. other and jump into each other. And they do all they're this loose. shit because they're loose and they're tight. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't have that. Did you just say they're loose and they're tight. They're loose and they're, they're tight as a, they're, 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 they're loose uh, it, emotionally and uh, tight like emotionally. Tight. Not tight and emotionally. Tight, no, and tight as tight like, emotionally. Uh, tight bonds. And tight, no, bond. tight bonds yeah. and uh, loose anxiety. No anxiety. And we have loose mm. bonds. Among the players and tight anxiety, and we're tight on anxiety. Well, we don't know that. I, I don't want to speculate that there is loose bonds, but just like that's 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 a team that's loose bonds. That's a team Between that's the coach worn the- their golden thongs and have all gotten into the, onto the same program, and they're they're, they're loose because they're having fun, and we're not having fun right now. So we have to find a way to find have fun. That's why I said in New York, Connor. Now, granted, I don't know when they can go spend it, and they didn't win the game, but like put a bajillion dollars on the board get the team behind it and then go blow it on some fun party. They're going to have two weeks off. Like that should have been Toronto, but obviously Connor wasn't playing. I don't think they can go out in Toronto right now. Can they? No, no, no. I know. But after this game, they're oh, like, yeah, there's yeah. a giant break coming for them with all this postponement. Do you think they're going to play any games during like, they're going to make up some games. Oh, I mean, they got to start making up games eventually. So they're going to play on Monday against Ottawa, which means they have Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And off. Do we have 50% like are we're friends a lot of the end of the game? Yeah, I saw people saying that their tickets are approved as valid. So I'm assuming it's going to be 50% capacity. Uh, just no food or drink, obviously, for, for the home crowd in Edmonton against Ottawa. And then the next game. Are we allowed to drink our own tears if we're losing? Nope, not allowed against government protocol. What? They have well, to let them fall to well, the ground? Yeah, well, as long as it dips under your mask or something. I don't know. Uh, so then the next games on Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and the next Tuesday are all postponed. So the Oilers are going to play Monday against Ottawa, then have 10 days off. They'll play on the 20th against Florida. I don't think they're going to jam any games into there, but Friedman wrote in 32 Thoughts that um, this is kind of it for the Canadian teams getting their break. And after this, they're going to start just saying, if you got to go with no fans, you're going with no fans. Because right now they're kind of letting a few of the teams reschedule and bump games. And then the all-star or the Olympic break is going to be non-existent. Like that gap, like the Oilers are supposed to be off from February 3rd to February 22nd. I bet you they play five, six games in that span because you got to jam them in. You you need to get them in somewhere. So that that all-star Olympic break you see on the schedule, that won't be there for much longer. 
So plenty of time to figure out this fucking hex. What's worse than losing all these games in a row? Having all the games paused. Well, I mean, maybe they could use the time off. Um, if like if you're ever, and that's why if you're ever going to make a change, like you do it either now or you do it after the game against Ottawa when you know you probably have ten days off and, and make you try some to work moves. something into there. Make some moves. No, Mike Babcock. No, 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 no that's no. not. Happening. I don't. And nothing There's, coaching related. Uh, roster related. Let's go. And if it was coaching related, one, yeah, I saw the Oilers tw- or our Oilers Nation Twitter account. Talking about Babcock is not happening. It's not going to be Babcock. That's me. That's me, you fool. I'm I starting know, my own rumor what, and referring to it. Well, maybe that's I have a, a feeling. Was. I'll quote the Black Eyed Peas. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling. What was it? Yep, that was it. There I, it I is. Feel, yeah, I think so. I can't remember. I just think Babcock's skulking around with his dress shirt and ties all pressed and ready to go. And Ken Holland only knows one real route to victory in the modern age. That's my Babcock at the bench. And he's free. And I feel like a guy like Ken Holland isn't going to do anything to tarnish his legacy with two years or three years remaining on a very good career. I don't think he'd be the guy to make a crazy blockbuster trade and risk ruining his legacy. I do think he's the kind of guy who will return to what works. And with Mike Babcock available, if there's ever going to be a time where he would make a move on a coach mid season, I think that to be who he would hire. No. I, it's it's just not it's not going to be Babcock if he does make a change it's bringing up Woodcroft or it's somewhere else I just I don't I think that enough bad shit went down and the legacy from Detroit with Babcock and everything he went through in Toronto like his legacy got dinged up enough and you're talking about Holland not wanting to ruin his legacy and you're talking about big like trade. it's only like, been two years since Babcock left the Leafs right it was 2019 it was, yeah. yeah i think that howland's like this is my boy maybe he's a little bit rough around the edges maybe he's got himself some hot water we stick together we've won before we'll win again ladies and gentlemen so. mike babcock and that sound you hear is me shrieking but then why are you spreading the rumor <laughs> i don't know something to do there's a break fair enough uh, yeah, no, I don't think it'll be Babcock. I, they're clearly pretty set on not making a coaching change because of what happened already. I mean, if you lose to Ottawa, then it how can you not do anything? But the patient approach is clearly what Ken Holland's going with. Um, if you want to talk about a trade and getting a goalie, Frank Saravalli has his latest uh, trade targets article up. Over Who does he have? Is, is, uh, was it Flower number one? No, uh, I don't even think Flurry's on there. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I don't think I have a funny feeling Flurry's not going anywhere. I think I feel like Chicago owes us a favor. Um, mm. but number five was the guy who shut us down the other day, Alexander Gorgiev with the Rangers. Um, Why would they trade him on a, going into playoffs? Because he might be for, able, for space to get someone else because they're probably yeah. tight to the cap. Yeah. yeah. So Frank was connecting them to uh, Tomas Hurdle as at number one. And I asked Frank about that. I said, you know, why would the Rangers move Gorgiev heading into a playoff push? And he kind of said it might be a luxury they can't afford if they want to bring in some other pieces and they'd probably get a decent pick for Gorgiev. So he makes 2.45 million pending UFA at the end of the season or RFA, sorry, at the end of the season. Oh, yeah, we need that. We need some team control. We can't mm-hmm. be buying any rentals right now, especially if we're going to no. have to spend a lot. But And the only other name on the list was Jonas Corposalo in terms of goalies. And he's a pending UFA. He's a couple of years older than Alexander Gorgiev. He'd cost you less in terms of assets to give up but he's not nearly the goalie man the rangers have so many offensive weapons like young weapons separate the Zip- Zip- jets kind of old but a panarin could we call gorgie have the iron curtain if, if he stops a lot of pucks mm-hmm. absolutely that'd be all right eh? Uh, Get behind there's that. never been a russian goalie called the iron curtain 
Not to my knowledge. Oh. Not in Edmonton. I mean, Happy Boulin, 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 well, here's the Boulin wall though. Yeah, Boulin, Boulin wall. Yeah, that's, that's we got a few cool. holes in her at the end. <laughs> yeah, we got we got the 1989 Boulin wall, not the 1964 yeah, uh, yeah. Boulin wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a piece of the Boulin wall on the top of a beer stein. That's history, man. There's no limit to what that could be worth one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like even a trade. I just don't, I don't know what's out there because they don't have a ton of cap space. They don't have a ton of assets. Like I just, we don't have a ton of assets. Yes, we do. Well, what are the e- the easiest things? We have to move? everything. The easiest things to move at this time of year are your second and third round picks, and they don't have them until next year. Uh, uh, uh. We are moving first round picks. You want to know why? We're in year seven of McDavid. Well, yeah, I agree that time. we should, but do you? Time. You need to be like damn sure, like that's your one bullet. Whereas if you had three or four bullets to use at the deadline, you might be more confident in sitting there right now and saying, you know what? Let's just find out what our second round pick can get us and do something right now. But you only have the one bullet. So yeah. time start using some first rounders. Fuck, yeah. This is getting too, this is getting too late in the game with, <laughs> with Connor and Leon. It's too, you got to start fucking pull the trigger on some. Yeah. Or like, rounders. I hate to say it next year, fucking trade one of the big two for all of the assets. Like, like we, we, we don't, well, no, but what the, no, the but no. I'm saying, oh but I'm, no. I'm saying, no. I, I, I am honestly saying, well, what's the point? If we're not, get me a medical we're, brace. We're not, get, we're, we're not, we don't have the roster to unlock, like, Connor and Leon are phenomenal. You are going to stress people out with no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, you are. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not saying I want to trade <laughs> them. But like, but I, 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 I'm not saying I want to trade them. But if we're not going to make big moves and give them the roster that they need to go out and win, which is ultimately they want to go and do, they don't have it right now. And if we don't make those moves, well, then fuck, we're, we're, we're writing off their, their contracts with us. So we may as well just trade them and get crazy assets so if, and rebuild. Don't, I don't so want to do this. Trust me. This is not so my opinion of what we, we should do. Make, but we may, if, if we, we don't, don't big, do it, we may as well fuck it. Sophie's choice. If we don't, if we don't, if we don't get don't the roster, moves, we blow it up next year. Okay. JR said that. Yeah. If we, if, if we don't give them the, well, what, what, what would Connor or Leon want? If we don't give them what they need to win. What do you, what would they want? They would want out. So fuck, like, why not? Let, like, instead of letting them leave as UFAs, just blow it all up. Get a new, a full fucking clean regime change of the organization. And let's just try to try to go from what? rebuild oh, from there. Oh, but oh, I don't want, I, I am saying that what you're saying. I'm just saying that because that's what probably like should happen. If we don't give McDavid and dry of what they need, because we're not giving them what so they you're need. Saying- you're saying this year, this deadline is the tipping point. We we have to start addressing like I, I we don't have to win the Stanley Cup this year. We have to make some moves to make sure we get into the playoffs for one because now that's in doubt, and to, to at least win a round to, to 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 instill some hope and then make some more offseason moves. Even though we've got limited cap space, but we got to find a way to do it because that's what good GMs do, and then continue to build from there. But if 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 we take a step back this year, well, what the fuck do you expect? What do you expect? Like, that's the reality. Like, trust me, I drink the Kool-Aid and I try to stay positive, but I'm fucking pissed right now. And like, we have to start addressing what, the, what, what the ramifications of what's happening right now could have. If we don't go out and try to improve it, it needs to be improved. We can all agree. It needs to be improved. And I want McDavid and I want dry settle to play their whole entire careers as Edmonton Oilers, but we have to create the, the situation and circumstance to allow that to happen. And it's not there right now. And that's the scary thing. 
I get scared get every better. time over the last three years. What fucking drives me the most crazy would get me so mad and I just would dismiss it, but it would, I would eat inside of me and still concern me. Oh, we're wasting McDavid. He, he, he needs to get out of there. Free McDavid. And then like after, you know, the Winnipeg series, free McDavid just fires up. And that like affects me emotionally. Right, so we've been saying that for a while. Don't waste McDavid. Don't waste Leon. Yeah, okay, so yeah, right but we're now, living in Groundhog Day, Chalmers. We we're living in fucking Groundhog Day because we're not doing anything to create the circumstance no, for them to want to so, stay. That's the problem. So what you're saying is, is it's like it's like Sunday night and you've had homework all week and you didn't get it done and now you've been pushing it off. You've been saying, listen, we still have some time with Leon. We still have some time with Connor. We can make this right. But you're saying right now that we are at a point where if it doesn't change this year, if we do not get better. That we have run out of time. We'll stop trying to better. put an <laughs> absolute deadline on this, but we're not fucking far away from it. I know what you're trying to do here. I know what you're trying to do here. And that's good. That's good for content. I appreciate it. And and you're stoking the fire. But we're, if we don't like we're, we're creating that situation. So we have to start fucking oh doing God. shit. We are. Are we're we not? Yeah, you think they're just going to ride this out and accept mediocrity for three more years? I'm not, no. saying, I don't ag- I'm not saying I don't agree with you. But like, I'm not saying that I don't agree I, with I don't, you. I don't want that to happen. If that happens, oh my God. If, if, if that situation happened, I don't know. I don't know what I would feel and think. I, I, don't even, I don't even want to think about it. But we have to look ourselves in the fucking mirror and say, hey, this is not acceptable. Yes, we came out hot. We thought everything was great, but that's the start of the season. We're going to get a bunch of penalties called against us. Every team's going to be a little bit loose, but every team's tightened down and playing more defensive and more playoff-esque hockey, if you will, without kind of the warrior shit. And we're getting exposed. We're not there yet. We're not there. So get us there. So you're Remchuk. You're you're Remchuk. You're sitting sitting on the DFO rundown with Frank and and Jason, Mm -hmm. and you say to them, if we don't get better this year, do you feel like we've wasted our last year with Connor and Leon that we don't have another year to waste with them? What do you think their answer is? I don't know. Uh, we do just to how you phrase it. Come on, your Remchuk. We do not. We, we didn't have another year to waste with Connor like two years ago, but he's sticking with it. Yeah. Leon's sticking with it. I got to agree. Been, I got to agree. As like, as I hate <laughs> hearing it. I mean, and we, and and then what do we do? What do we do in the off season? What do we do in off season? We got twenty six million dollars in cap space, and that's why, like, I wasn't exaggerating when I said this past summer was the biggest off season in franchise yes. history, and the GM fucked it up. So, like, you know, it, it, so I, I don't think unfuck it, unfuck it. Let's can't. go, let's go make some fucking moves. They figure it away, man. The good ones do. I I don't know, like. They're just so handcuffed. Like, and, and for everyone who sits there and is like, oh, the Barry signing's not bad. Could you trade that guy if you wanted to right now? Absolutely not. Unless you're throwing in, throwing him into a deal with some futures, you're not. Everyone who says, oh, Duncan Keith's not that overpaid. Would any team in the NHL, if, if Ken Holland sent out a blast email to the 31 other GMs and said, Duncan Keith's available for free. You can have him for nothing. You just have to pay the $5.5 million cap it. No one would touch it. No one would even, and he's played fine, but no one would even come close to touching that deal. No one's coming close to touching the Koskinen deal. You got shit all to do with Mike Smith because he's always hurt and you can't bury him in the minors. So like, these are just mistakes you can't bounce back from. It's we can LTIR Smith because he's bound to get hurt again. And I, I, I love the heart and fire of Mike Smith, but he's just shown that like 
it's showing that he's, he, he's, he's breaking down physically and that's unfortunate. And, but that's just the reality in this. So you LTIR him, you find someone to eat Koskinen's remaining three months of his deal with us and you start. Yeah. Well, okay. But what can you even, so what are you going to give up to make that happen? Your fourth rounder next year, third rounder next year, I guess. Okay. Why sure. are we talking? We're, 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 we're in the business of trading number ones, man. Well, I'm talking that's about the only I'm way we're going to move the needle. You're going to trade the first round pick with Nico Koskinen. No, no, oh, that's what I was talking. About. No, no. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Hey, yeah. You have to trade up a pick, but maybe you can package that in a, into a bigger deal is, is kind of, you throw that in like how we should have thrown more salary when, at, when you're uh, sinking, at Chicago. When you're sinking, what's the old thing? Frank says it. When you're sinking, other GMs don't throw you a life raft. They throw you an anvil and no team's going to pick up the phone from Ken Holland and be like, yeah, Kenny, I'll give you a good deal here. What they do you fuck, They do, but they do. That's, that's so funny. That's true. But then they do. Cause then you look at like Seattle and the expansion draft and some of their picks that they made. I'm like, why are you helping out teams in cap trouble? They, Seattle just galaxy brained their whole expansion draft and kind of fucked it up. Like, like, they, could have had Vlad, they could have had Vladimir Tarasenko for nothing. What Zip. does galaxy brained mean? They overthought every decision and went too deep in into what they were doing. They watched and too just, much Star Wars. They and they didn't. That's called galaxy brain when you overthink shit. Yeah, when you overthink and you you get yourself into a pretzel. Fuck yeah! And you lead yourself into making the wrong decision, even though you almost know it's the wrong happened? decision. Uh, Do you think that happened because they watched how Vegas did it and they were like, "Yep, like the blueprint." Yeah. I gotta have a better angle. I'm galaxy braining this shit. But Vegas, like, like Seattle was open for. Sorry, Vegas was open for business. Seattle didn't try to do what Vegas did and get. Well, they get pick accumulate picks. Well, I think they did. They just players. set the bar too high. That was always the talk. Is that they? You know, they told St. Louis, "Yeah, we'll take Tarasenko, but you're giving us a pick." And St. Louis is like, "Well, no, we're not doing that." And Seattle thought they were calling everybody's bluff, but in reality, no one was legitimately willing to pay those prices, and they ended up with the team they have now, which is a not great team. Um, you know they say here, Mchuck. When you're drowning, they'll throw you an Advil. To Galaxy, an Advil. You. I need an Advil. Throw me an Advil. Okay, ain't that the truth? So, anyways, need we an need Advil to shake up the roster. The rebuild we're in next year. <laughs> well, <laughs> don't, don't fucking create that situation because, like, <laughs> it's coming if we stay on this same path. Because, like I said, I've seen I, every single kind of Oilers losing season. All of the different kinds there are. Right? I've never seen this one before. Well, they've come out hot a lot before, but like, wow, uh, but this is different. Yeah, yeah, it's different. You're right. You're right. It's, it's different. And like, it's like a roller coaster that goes up only to go down with equal ferocity. We were buzzing. We were able to score, but like, uh, we're still, we were still, our weaknesses were getting exposed, but we were just fine with it because we were still winning games. But when you're out of players to the extent that they have been, like how much of this is really problems with every the lineup. Team's, every team goes through that. Every team. That's, well, that's not, that's not an okay. Oilers isolated incident. Look at the Washington Capitals. Look at, you know, other teams. There's they're, they're, they're finding a way to get through it. Sounds to me like you're turning into quite the fan of the Washington Capitals while we have problems here at home. Well, they're the best team in the league. And, and well, the, now's the, not the time to look at the best team in the league. And well, but I'm under, I'm mind. trying to, I want the Oilers to be the best team in the league. So I want to see what's happening with the other, like other good teams in the league and see how they are. And then, and then reference that against our team. And I'm not, and we're not seeing it. That's all. Can so, I ask a question? Oh yeah, sure. I just, I just thought about this. The last time I saw the ticker when it said Connor McDavid and Ryan McLeod added to the COVID protocol, how did McLeod get out of it so fast? He no, wasn't Derek it was Ryan. Derek Ryan. It was Derek Ryan. Yes. Yeah. He was the one. Robert, on the can line. you not tell Derek Ryan from Ryan McLeod? 
I don't know. They all look the same. Everybody Ooh. in the bottom six looks the same. Fair enough. Um, so you, well, that's the problem. You're right. You're not, that's not a that's not a terrible take. <laughs> hey, there's three good players in that bottom six. So, anyways, the situation right now for the Oilers, they are Dire. well, they're fifth in the Pacific Division in points percentage. Gross. Worst position in the league. And worst, are, worst division in the league. Sorry. And they are tenth in the Western Conference in points percentage, and they got to get into the top eight to make the playoffs, which means you got to leapfrog two of. Anaheim, LA, Winnipeg, or St. Louis. I believe they can. And like they and and, and the team could still be constructed the same for this season and we'll still probably make the playoffs. Yes. Like I'm not saying that like, yes. but we're not gonna go far. We're we're also not tough weather. enough. Ever since ever since ever, ever since Alberta turned into the Arctic, both Alberta teams have been getting their asses kicked. It's the cold's fault. We Maybe. haven't been playing at home, though. Like, like that's the thing. We haven't been playing at home. We've been on the road hey, enjoying away from hey, this. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, they go to nice places and then they mentally shut down because they're like, "I got to go back to Edmonton." Oh my oh, god! If if Oilers are going to shut down because they have to go back to Edmonton after road trips, we're going to have to move Edmonton someplace nice. It's going to take years. Edmonton, Kentucky, yeah, it awesome. exists. All right. Before we imagine, keep- we did a land swap with Edmonton, Kentucky where we all got to move down there and recreate the city exactly as it is here or there with nicer weather. I like the cold weather. Is there precedence? We'd have to give him a first rounder. (laughs) They'd be like, we don't want to swap you. Look at your goaltending. Yeah. Bastards. Before we keep going, give some love to DoorDash and Oodle Noodle, a dynamic duo if there ever is one. DoorDash, you can use the promo code REALLIFEDD, gets new customers of the app 25% off and no delivery fees on their first orders. Um, that was like 31 minutes of straight up hockey talk for the most part. Oh, we can keep going too, but we just like we just need to make a splash. Like, like it was funny because I, 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 I was going to be rebuilding next year. DoorDash. Nope, they will not be rebuilding. No. Chalmers, thanks. No, they'll be forging ahead. They won't need to trade. <laughs> very their, well said, Chalmers. They won't need to, to trade their the top employees. JR, for Thank you for that. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I do not think we're in a rebuild, but we're creating circumstance where we might have to blow everything fucking up. And that uh, scares the shit out of me. But here's the thing. We have a chance to fix it. So fix it. Fix it. Fix it. Show us. Everyone show us. Players aren't showing us right now that they're kind of too. Well, last night they did, but the, on the skid, they haven't been too engaged. Like everyone, like I said, go team bonding, go do those fall into each other's arms things, go on a bender, do everything to do to really click the team together. So that's what we need the players to do. We need the coach coaches to go and just do a complete reset and come at it with a clear mind because they're probably in galaxy brain brain as well. And that's probably why Pooley RV wasn't on the ice or whatever the hell is going on. And we need our GM to address our roster issues and just figure out how to do it. I'm not, I'm not the GM. I'm not here to be like, Oh, you should treat this, 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 and this, but he's the GM making $5 million a year. Go address our problems or as many of our problems as you can. You might not be able to do it all in one year, but if you address two of three or two of four or (laughs) five of 10, that's better than zero. (laughs) The issues are the problems on the roster are the same problems as when he took over three off seasons. All your solutions to last year's problems are now your problems for this year to solve. It's it's groundhog day. It's groundhog day. That's the whole thing. And that's why I was so excited going into this off season. Be like, man, like this is now we're entering our window. 
like that, that we were preaching that we were preaching that going into uh into the summer like we're, we're entering a window this is exciting and then we start nine and one we're like holy shit it's happening and then you know we quickly you know as the as the league league got tighter and, and it improved around us we are, we're getting exposed and now that's why we're you know since november something something we're a below 500 team and that sucks that is that's, that is why this hurts more yeah 100 100 percent stop talking about it all right yeah i don't think they're again i, I said this on the beatcast yesterday they're not 16 and 5 good but they're not 2 9 and 2 good or 2 9 and 2 bad i should say a couple roster changes and we'll be 16 and 5 good I, I believe in a lot of a lot of this team, but we just need to give the, these these guys some more help. Give them help. help. What is the injury to the Nuge? Uh, I believe it'd be lower body based on like the replay we kind of saw and the way they showed it. It looked like he tweaked a knee or some shit like that. I don't know for sure though. Um, mm-hmm. The other names on Frank Saravalli's trade trade targets at board yeah, that give, I give that guy to me. I just I, I I'm I'm liking more and more of that guy. Um, all right. So hurdle number one, not happening. Sherrod number two, probably not happening. Chikrin three Do not it. happening. Um, but I, a loss and Kraus package. Yeah. Do it. I, I like loss and Kraus. I, I like, like Alexander. Size. I Gorgia. like he's an RFA too. I like DeBrusque, uh, Jack Roslevic and Max Domi are two players in Columbus. Um, who Oof. are both there. I'd be, I'd be intrigued by both of those. Riley Smith in Vegas is there. Uh, Nick Letty in Detroit is a guy I have a lot of time for yep. if the Red Wings are willing to keep some money. 30 years old. He's been to the conference finals or better four times, I think, already. Eisenman wants career. picks. He's just accumulating a big, big basement full of picks, and he's building the Red Wings for the long term. So let him give him what he needs for, year, you know, five years from now, and let's go and let's yep. go. Give Pat- us, give Patrick Hornquist with the Panthers. No, probably not happening. Ricard Raquel. No, I why, wish. why is it? How is that even on the list? They're, they're, they're above us in the standings. Cause they, Anaheim's going to be an interesting team to watch here over the next 75 days up until the deadline. Raquel, probably not realistic. Fred Edmonton, Kessel pass makes too much money. Vitaly Kravtsov, not a solution this year. Calvin DeHaan in Chicago is interesting, um, but they would need to eat probably half that contract. Bill Kessel is your classic anvil being thrown to us drowning. Somehow or other, with this strap for cash, Bill Kessel is the answer. Good God. Well, yeah. Mark Giordano, not happening, makes too much money. Uh, Dylan Strom in Chicago is interesting as, as a centerman, but not enough defensive ability there for me to like him in the bottom six as a centerman. That's not going to win. That's they not going to push Nuge to the third line center, though. Which you don't want to be paying yeah. five million or whatever the hell. Uh, seven million uh, Henrik Borgstrom pass, Evander Kane definitely pass. Um, so yeah, those are the names on Frank Cervalli's list. There's a few that intrigue me from the Oilers, but right. you're gonna have to pony up and pay some okay. some assets. So get let, some cap space. Let's let's just go and just 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 steal as much as we can from the Arizona Coyotes. How come there's no Buffalo players on there? Was there any Buffalo players on there? Because that's how bad Buffalo is. <laughs> like who's taking Jeff Skinner or Kyle Poso? Cody Eakins there in I'd Buffalo. Take, yeah. Okay, but let's talk about it. Loss, yeah. a, a, a crazy, uh, that's, uh, there was some reminder, oh, it was the Doug Gilmore trade or something. It was the anniversary of that from uh, d- d- uh, Calgary to uh, Toronto. Toronto. It was a 10-player deal. Mm-hmm. That's what we need, a mega deal. Yeah, no, and, 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 and we haven't had a mega deal, I think, since Joe Thornton, I think. But like, what is, like, and, and once again, Chalmers, don't fucking hold me to this because this is not me saying this is not my take. I'm just throwing out a hypothetical you do. You go. You go to Arizona, and you just take Kraus. You take Kessel retained. You get Chikrin. You offer up Koskinen, Barry, Barry, 
two first round picks and Broberg or Xavier Borgo. That's not happening. <laughs> does that does, does Arizona wants that? Yeah, Arizona because they're, they're going they're yeah. they're they're going they're blowing it right up. Oh well, yeah, there's barely anything left there, but they are blowing it right up. Like everyone on Arizona's roster is available in a trade. Yeah, so like why why could you just like throw all that shit there? Because that mm-hmm. that 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 helps our bottom six. That yeah. and and that's a guy. Maybe you can move up the lineup if there's injuries. That adds that helps with our our physicality issues that we are facing. Mm-hmm. It gives us a stud defenseman. Gets rid of Koskinen, and then you get you get Phil the thrill. You get him retained. You know he he he, he still he still he st- he still contributes, and you can put yeah. him on your third line. Yeah, that's where he excelled. He was on the third line in Pittsburgh and was winning cups at will. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not saying I'm Five, like, six. but like, but like, you, you'd have to take them as part of getting those. It's those other two pieces yeah, that yeah, you care yeah. about the most. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying let's go. I'm just throwing it out there. Like, because like I'm looking at that trade uh, list and I'm like, oh fuck, what else are we gonna do here? Like, what what's available? Like, <sighs> that moves the needle. Kraus, Kraus, and Chicken on your team helps plug some of our deficiencies. Which is important. not to give excuses because I know your M check loves excuses, but you know what is really screwing the Oilers over horribly is losing our dear friend Oscar Clefbaum. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, like that, the that, impact that on this immensely. lineup through no fault of Tippett, yep. no fault of Holland, no fault of uh, of of Oscar himself. But like, what's the impact of that in this team? The defense just collapsed. Yeah, yeah. and the loss of Larson, like we lost, like it's. You know, it's they it, lost a a damn good second pairing with Clefbaum and Larson. Like Clefbaum was their best defenseman in 2017, and they don't have anymore, right? Yeah. Don't say Thomas. And Grace. nothing coming back in return for him. It wasn't as though don't he was traded. It. Don't say it. Are you going to say Thomas Grace? No, I'm not going to say Thomas Grace. His numbers aren't good enough. Okay. Uh, I'm just scrolling through the Red Wings cap friendly, seeing who uh, who they want. Um, a nice view here of the Justin Abdelkader buyout, which Ken Holland made them do. Beautiful. Still got five more years on the books. Um, but yeah, no, I just really like the name Nick Letty. I think that's a guy they could really, really benefit from. You would need Detroit to keep half, and it probably at that point would end up costing you the first round pick, or it's something like. You give them a first, they throw you back a third in the deal kind of thing. Well, how but much time, how much terms left on the deal? He's a UFA at the end of the year. Yeah. You're not paying a first for that much salary. To, like it's if, if, if it was, you guys, how can it be that complicated to have every first round pick for infinity? And all you need to do is fill out your bottom six. Like, how can this be this hard? Does, okay, I got a question. Also, does Chris Russell not deserve to be on that list of defensemen that we've lost? Like what's up with him? I don't know where he is. Yeah, he's he's hurt. He's hurt. Yeah, oh, he's hurt. Or he no, I know. Or he he's broke put, put his on whatever, yeah. IR, But like, what what's the deal? He just kind of went away, and nobody brings him up. He was a, a he was point. okay though. Like he's what is he though? He's Chris Russell. He's a third pairing defenseman. He's a, he's a bloody shot leading king of the NHL, son. That's right. He's got a belt buckle to prove it. Put some respect on his name. Yeah, Chris Russell's not solving your problems right now. Well. Um, uh, we just need like, fuck, like, and, and I know this is wishful thinking. Like there's, there's what's, you know, being marketed as available, but like that Joe Thornton trade was totally off the radar. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, I, and people will clip this and call me a fucking idiot, but like, I'm not saying like, yeah, we need to like find a like Joe, like a Joe Thornton and do that same thing. But like shit can happen. Mm-hmm. You can make shit happen. 
to yeah. make shit happen. Yeah, they got to make shit happen. And maybe that's why Ken Holland was scrolling on his phone so much in the press box yesterday. Well, maybe he was busy. <laughs> I was sitting there like, I really want to know what Ken Holland's font size is on his phone. That's what I really want. Huge. He sat, <laughs> he sat next to me at an Oil Kings game once. And it's absurd. What? It's the biggest you can set it at. Yeah. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to know. Yeah. I was just like, I bet Confirm. you it's massive. Yeah. He looked at that phone like he's looking across space and time. Like mm-hmm. it's a distant, distant gaze. Yeah. Maybe he was on TikTok. He doesn't look like a guy who's filled with vim and vigor at this stage, does he? Oh, he looks like he's weary. I don't know. Like, oh, so weary. You're saying he's like protect his leg. Like, he's already established his leg. He's got nine million in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame already. So, like, why not be bold? Like, this is now's the time. Be crazy. Well, at the end of your career. Your legacy is you did all that wicked shit. You didn't fuck it up by going to Edmonton. But he's already in the whole thing. Connor McDavid. He's That's already there. Saying, <laughs> it's already done. It's, this is still this is still the final act of his career. I'm sure he. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love to win in Canada and and have that under his resume and be yeah, the GM course. who built a team around McDavid. But again, yeah, like he's in the Hall of Fame. If there's ever a time for him to take risks, it's now. The issue is he's taken risks and they aren't paying off. They have all failed. The Hyman deals, except good. for Zach Hyman. Yeah. I like Fogel. The price you paid was high, but I like Fogel. And I, I thought, feel like you could have. I, I feel like good. you could have kept there and still did a trade for Fogel because he, he 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 wanted out of Carolina. So to give up Bear for that, like like once again, defense is an is an issue for us. I do like CC though. Oh, yeah, sure. He's been fine. CC's fine. We, he gets a little allergic. He gets a Why little no? allergic to, on the offensive side of the puck. Yeah. You know, what else he gets allergic on the offensive side of the puck and people are going to hate me for this, but this is only when he's moving the puck on the blue line. He's fine. Bouchard Bouchard on the rush. He like, he like hits the blue line and all of a sudden like times out and like coasts in. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like he's had a rough couple of games. Actually. I haven't, I haven't liked him over this last, I'd say three game stretch. He's been a lot of keep bad moving turnovers. Those feet, buddy. Keep moving those feet. You, you, you like, yeah. you're, you're creating the opportunity to put yourself in the corner position, but all of a sudden you just like, you'd like power down and just like coast and then just get like blown up. And I'm like, Whoa, that was so easily avoided. Yeah. You know what I enjoy during this dark, dark time though, still is Yamamoto being on fire. He's playing great hockey. He is playing just great hockey. Bless his little heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and McLeod's made it like granted. He, I don't know why he did what he did last night, but like, he's taking a step, like he's getting more confident. Yeah. And uh, again, like I, I think, I think I, I have time for a little bit more Brendan Perlini in my life. I definitely he shoots. That's the one thing I'll give him is that he'll shoot from anywhere. Yeah. But I, and, and you know what? That's what we fucking need right now. Um, Colton Sevier. I love that guy. That's yep. a, that was a good pickup by Ken Holland. I'll yep. give him credit there. Yeah. Tyler Benson's actually playing the, probably the best hockey of his NHL career right yeah, now. Yeah. He's, he's coming. I like, wish he was a better skater, but yeah. yeah, he's coming. But like the things are trending in the right direction in the bottom six. It's just like, fuck, they were missing McDavid. Like if they had McDavid for that Toronto game and brought that effort, they probably get at least a point. They're yeah. And Mike Smith games. didn't play that bad last night. Like, yeah, sure. Like it, it, it and it's funny cause there's the like dichotomy between, Koskinen and Smith and how we view them. Like if Koskinen lets that first goal in like Smith did, we would, you know, have lit him up on social. Oh, yeah. And we didn't as much on that one, but it was a bad bounce, but it's also like he kicked it in. Like maybe Koskinen yeah. doesn't let that one go in. Who fucking knows? But, um, he played, he played, he played, he played good that. enough outside of those two bad bounces. He played good enough for us to win. My kids are even saying we got scored on again in the first five minutes of the game. It's like my, my, why can't we do something about that? I'm like, 
<laughs> I wish I knew, my man. I wish I fucking knew. Should have recorded that. No That'd idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, eventually, like, I almost want to. I haven't done it yet. Um, I want to start betting on them to score the first goal every game now because I feel like they're due it's to gotta oh come. God. It's got to hit, right? It's going to pay dear, isn't it? Like, I, 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 on a whim right before the game, I, and I even t- I, t- I tweeted out, I was like, I'm going to bet on the Oilers. Like, it's so Oilers didn't win. So I did it, and it was like plus 250. So, and, la- and they la- almost pulled it off. <laughs> Last night I was yelling because there's like not there's there's a few rules in hockey. One of them is you don't get scored in the first minute or the last minute of any period. Mm-hmm. My God, was that annoying to watch him get scored on with 27 seconds? Left. Well, once yeah, that like, can't yeah. fucking happen. You can't. We also always let the first shot in, Chalmers. Don't forget that part. Uh, Charles, you like this? I did a 25 to one bet builder on the Oilers game, so I had dry yeah. set. I dry settled the score. Oilers to win the first period, Oilers to win the game by two, and Hyman to score. And it was 25 to one. So I just had a couple bucks on it to have wow. some fun. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, holy shit, Dry Settle scored. They're about to win the first period. And I'm like on my yeah. betting account. Yeah. I'm like looking, uh, I'm like, hell yeah, this is going to cash. This is going to be sick. What a payout. And then the Leafs scored and it was yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Tough, tough life. Yeah. Tough life. Oh, good. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, shout out to our friends at Tokenberries.ca, promo code NATION15 gets you 15% off. Um, it's too cold. It's too cold for ODR. But when it warms up a little bit, it will be peak ODR conditions around these parts. Wait. And you can check out their ODR line right now. They got toques. They got hoodies. They got hats. They got long sleeves. Everything. It is need. sharp. I do I do love the look of their hoodies. I'm a big bunny hug guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their bunny hugs look legit. Mm-hmm. And are legit. I shouldn't say look. I've got two of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? Anything non-hockey? Oh, how about this for an NFL story? So heading into the last week of the regular season, and there's an interesting playoff race in the AFC. It's the Colts, the Chargers, and the Raiders, and only two of them can get in. If the Col- and Raiders play the Chargers as the late game, Colts play earlier in the day. If the Colts play or lose earlier in the day, then the Raiders and Chargers would have to tie, and they would both get into the playoffs. So collusion. Well, what would you do well, in that scenario? So if you're sitting there and say, you're the you're the Raiders and Chargers, again. say that again. I don't know what you just said, but it's <laughs> awesome. What did you just say? Okay, there are three teams commit. Three teams are in the playoff hunt: the Raiders, the Chargers, yes. and the Colts. Yes, the Raiders and the Chargers, and only play, two can get in. Only two can get yes. in. Raiders and Chargers play each other Sunday night. Colts play earlier in the day. If the Colts lose, then the Raiders and Chargers can both get in if they tie. If not, the winner gets in, the loser is done, and the Colts would still make it. So what like how does the format go when there's an extra team in the playoffs? What do you mean? Because there's only Oh, sorry, because if the Colts win, they're in. If they lose and one of the Chargers or Raiders lose, they're in. But if the Colts oh. lose and it's a tie, you, the yeah, Colts yeah. are you, fucked. You, wow, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. tie that second game. You you try to win, you try to let the Colts in. You you don't are you sure? What if it gets like yeah. maybe off the off the jump you're both going hard? But like, what what, yeah, like what's the point? Like it's like why why risk getting hurt? Why risk anything? Why would you not both city take sit the, at take each the other? bye week, take the tie bye? I don't know. Stuff stuff like that always comes back to haunt you. Next thing you know, you play them in like the first or second round, and you get <laughs> you get beat by them, and you're yeah. like, God, we probably had a better shot against. Just punt, me. just punt the ball to each other for four consecutive quarters, never scoring a single point. Or you just, each team's on the same side, you snap it to the quarterback, and he just stands there for 15 minutes, and the clock runs. And the play never ends. It's one play per quarter, and you just let the clock run. 
But okay, um, yeah, I mean, you're right, Charles. Off the bat, they would definitely be playing hard. But what if it gets to the fourth quarter and it's like 14-14? There's like eight minutes left. You would think there's like an unwritten like, hey, run plays only on first and second down. And the running back just kind of gets a yard and then like falls and gets a yard, then falls. No fumbles, just go. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't really see it either, but it's fascinating. Yeah, it's fun to talk about. Charles. It is Jeez. fascinating. There's a lot. No, I know it is. And I like, I'm in uh, the, the last week of the pickup and I need to make the playoffs top 35 out of like 150 make the playoffs. And so this weekend is, there's a lot of those situations. Like you got to try to see if, if a team's already, you know, clinch the first play, like the first round by and a home playoff game. Mm-hmm. Are they going to sit there guys? Are they not, you know, a lot of implications like that. So that to hear this one, to know that it could be even deeper than just guys sitting teams or guys sitting players because they, you know, already have the first round by to know that's unbelievable. That's going to make my Saturday a whole lot better football watching, knowing that that's the case. I love that stuff. Bet on the tie. Just hedge. Bet, bet, on, the bet, on, the, bet, bet on the tie. Bet on the tie. Bet so on the tie. Our, uh, our friends over at points bet. I'm trying to see if I can quickly bring up the tie. Um, a tie is 18 to one on points, bet. it's probably come down. I bet you it's normally like 36 plus 3,600. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's j- just take another stab at like another game. That's around a three point favorite here. Um, okay. Three and a half points Packers lions, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, well, it's because they're, no, they're going to sit. The Packers are going to sit. Jordan loves probably going to play that game. Yeah, probably. You've got, you've got the Rams 49ers as a four point. Uh, favorite? Not eighteen to one in another okay, game. So it's standard. Okay, standard. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so you're getting good value there. If you think well, then there's better. an edge, is what you're saying. Yeah, there's an edge. <laughs> there's an edge. Eighteen to one on points bet. I love it. I love it. Um, well, before we wrap up, uh, I saw we were promoting on uh, on our social media channels our tournament in Jasper, as we do. Yep, as we do. Uh, we're going to be playing on the pond hockey tournament. If you've missed a few episodes, uh, we're going to be playing on the pond hockey tournament out at the JPL, yep. teaming up with our friends at Tourism Jasper. I believe the Oilers still have a game that weekend. Yes, they'd be playing the Habs at five o'clock on the Saturday. So we'll be on Jasper. We'll, be well we're going to we're going to host a watch party. We are as part of all party, that. Yes. Um, and I'm just looking at the long range forecast to see what it's like there. And it's actually supposed to be like, not bad. I yeah. mean, this is still a week out from there, but um, you know, it looks like things are maybe warming up. Oh, and, and, so it should and, be a good time. And sources are saying, my sources are saying that there is a likelihood that Frank Saravalli might play on the nation team. No, there's not. Wow. There, my, I, I've got my sources. My, 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 I've, I've been checking the text messages and sources are saying Frank Saravalli might be coming up and playing for the nation team. We'd be a pretty loaded roster at that point. Well, Frank did open up his one interview with us saying he was a good hockey player mm-hmm. at, when he was younger. Puck moving D-man. Puck moving D-man. We need that. We need, we need that. good D well, on the... On we the, do need that. So, come join Maybe us. go really off-grid and just sign him directly to the oil. <sighs> oil could use him. I got, I got one more thing that's keeping me going. Uh, oh. Today, they just teed off in the first PGA Tour event of the new season. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, the Century... The Century Tournament of Champions in Kapalua, Hawaii. So if anybody's in a golf pool, they know that they got that to look forward to now since football season's kind of ramping into playoffs and hockey obviously sucks for Edmontonians, but I'm excited. Your fantasy to- league's probably done. Start getting into some golf betting. I, well, I'm, I'm excited actually to get into some virtual golf betting now that that's like entered our sphere. I'm excited about that. Oh, Chalmers. yeah. We're going, we're going virtual golfing on Friday, are we not? Really? Yep. 
I really want to get in. I've only ever gone. I've only ever gone once in my life, but I had a really good time doing it. And I really want to do it again. I'm itching to golf right now. Let's do a real life virtual round and document it. That'd be fun. There you go. Like when we did disc golf. Exactly. Mm -hmm. We need. (laughs) I hate disc golf. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, 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 Chalmers, though, like, if, well, if, if, well, we, if well. we get if we get better, we would like it, and that's the we'll challenge. Get better. Oh, I know we will. We'll it's, get better. It's all, it's all we'll work on it. I don't know. I didn't know the technique. Nope, me neither. All right. Well, uh, good stuff. Um, I think was that's it? Do it. That sounds like I hate. I hate. I, hate I think sounding. Was, I hate sounding like negative. Yeah, well, because I'm a Kool Aid drinker. You're by a Kool Aid drinker who's saying that they're going to trade Drysaddle and McDavid in the next month if things don't get. Holy better. shit! You and Chalmers wow. need to slow the fuck down. Wowie! I did not say that. I'm saying a turn of events. I, I'm saying <laughs> lack. If we don't do anything and sit on our hands, that situation is going to get created. So let's not let that happen. Let's get ahead of it. We're running out of time. All right. That's going to do it. Episode 343. No Oilers game until Monday, which is actually when you're going to get your next episode of the Real Life Podcast as the Oilers take on the Ottawa Senators. But enjoy a weekend with no hockey. Uh, there will be no Oilers to upset you, so it can be a positive weekend. If you're a football fan, enjoy the final weekend of the NFL. <laughs> no Oilers, Oilers to upset you. No Oilers to upset you. Maybe that should be the title of the pod. All right. This has been episode 343 oh. brought to you by the HGA Group. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.